I'm Molly and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are in Oakland, California with Dr. Andrew Moffitt. Dr. Moffitt is from Melbourne, Australia, and is the founder and CEO of Vetin Care, a growing group of AHA-accredited veterinary hospitals in the San Francisco Bay Area. Today we are talking about a fun topic, which is exercising your dog. Dr. Moffat, thank you for being here. My pleasure. So um, tell me, what should we be doing to exercise our dog and why? Look, exercise is really important to pets as it is for animals. Um, it's a great way to stimulate the mind. It's a great way to sort of, uh, burn calories and uh, uh, it's an important part of a good, healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. Are there certain breeds or types of dogs that should have different types of exercise than other dogs? I think so. So, so a breed's um, lifestyle and exercise routines will change just like they do in humans. Um, a border collie is going to need a very uh, different level of exercise to a pug. Um, but I think really it's about frequency of exercise to ensure that, that pet is getting outside, being stimulated and, and moving um, uh, to, to um, ensure that they, they get good physical exercise. What do you think is the best way to exercise my dog? Well, I think it's about building regular routines. So, um, you know, on a busy day, it's so easy to be overwhelmed and not fit in time to walk your pet, just like it, it's, it's um, easy for us to forego going to the gym. So I think it's about building it into your regular routines and, and making it a frequent and, and regular occurrence. So I'd so much rather somebody walk their pet for 15 minutes two to three times a day than try and do like an hour's walk and not do it three times a week just because they can't find the time. Okay, great. And are there any toys that you recommend exercising your pet with or any toys we should stay away from? Um, so toys are an interesting one. There's so many toys out there and, and I think my comments are general because there are some toys that, that, that are probably not ideal for your pet. But I do think toys are an effective way to stimulate your pet's mind. Um, you know, right now we're all at home, our pets have lots of love and attention, but in the not too distant future as people start to go back to work, our pets are going to be left, left alone again. And I think separation anxiety is something, and it's a whole nother conversation, yes. but I think as we leave our pets, they're, they're, they're going to suffer some separation anxiety and building good routines into their day and providing them with good stimulation with toys is a great way to try and prevent some of those anxieties. So I think now's a great time to introduce the concept of toys and different stimulating factors in our pet's environment so that when we leave, they, they are familiar with that. Uh, so, and I think toys play a role there. We've got to be a little bit careful with toys um, in the fact that you know, there are some toys that can cause harm. Um, certain chew toys can fracture teeth. Um, um, but I do like toys that are softer, I like toys that can contain small treats that really stimulate and make the pet work for them. Um, it really focuses their mind for a solid period of time um, and can uh, um, engage them in our absence. We'll be back with more Care Experts after this brief message from Care Credit. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. 
Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. Moffitt. How long should I walk my dog for? Um, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, what do you recommend? I think there's no hard and fast rule. It really depends on the pet, um, its, its age, its body condition, its, its lifestyle, its breed. So I think um, I typically, like with humans, when you're starting to exercise your pet, less is more. So start small and build up. Um, and, and for me, it's all about consistency and frequency as we touched on earlier. So if you and your pet are just getting into exercise and your pet is elderly or has arthritis or has a heart condition or is overweight, um, start small. Even if your pet's healthy but has an exercise for a period of time, you're better to start with smaller walks and then build them up gradually. Um, so, I mean, I do a lot of long distance running. If I haven't been out in some time, I'm coughing and spluttering in half a mile. Right. Whereas I build it up, I can go for 10 to 20 miles um, you know, without all that coughing and spluttering. So you've got to build it up gradually. And I think um, the same applies for pets. Now, if I have a dog that just doesn't want to go, I mean, yep. you take them out on the leash and they just lay down, yep. I'm done. Yep. What do you do? Well, um, we have to find um, the, uh, the way to motivate that pet. And, but it's not dissimilar to humans. You know, I've, I mean, I've found myself at times in the past sitting on the couch and not wanting to go to the gym. You know, how do I motivate myself to get myself up and, and, and go to the gym and, and, and get fit? So, um, um, you know, using those different levers to encourage your pet to, to, to get out um, is, 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 is the way to go. So if your pet is food motivated, you can use food. Now, it's, it might seem contradictory because you're trying to lose weight in your pet, you're giving them a treat, but over time we can withdraw that lever, but encourage them to enjoy exercise. I would also argue, why isn't the pet wanting to exercise? Is it obese? Is it, is it painful? Um, is it scared? You know, we see some, some dogs that have such um, fear anxieties that they can't go outside. Anytime they see a car or a loud noise or a pet, they're fearful. So is there a behavioral component that we can work on? Um, what are some great indoor ways we can exercise our dogs? So that's a good question. So if we're in a um, contained environment, how do we find ways to exercise our pet? Now, if we go back to why exercise is important in pets, it's not really the main way that we um, control body weight, okay? It's more for mental stimulation. So how can we do that indoors? Well, there's lots of ways, toys, um, quality time. Animals love their people. Spend time with your pet. I mean, my cat, Monsty, she could just be happy as, as, as a plum by just sitting on my lap and getting my quality time. Um, it's no different to human relationships, you know? So spending time with your pet's important, giving them love, um, utilizing toys. Um, if you wanna try and get some calorie burn in place and you've got staircases, spread food around the house. You know, um, a, a lot of clients with obese cats, we talk about, you know, instead of feeding them, um, having their bowl in one corner of the house, 
feed them three to four times a day and, and put one meal at the top of the stairs and one meal at the bottom of the stairs, um, that cat then has to go up those stairs. And, and for a fat cat, you know, that's burning some calories, <laughs> more calories than they'd burn if they were just sitting in the corner and not, not moving. Um, so talk to me about food and water as it relates to exercise. Should I be feeding my dog before I exercise them, after I exercise them? Same with water. What's the best protocol there? I think, I think um, avoiding a meal before exercise, I think is a reasonable recommendation. I know if I have a big meal before I ex exercise, I do feel a bit funny in my tummy. It's likely pets probably feel the same thing. Um, I think uh, I don't see any reason to um, avoid water. In fact, if you're exercising, your pet, you want to take water with you so that they can drink and stay hydrated. No different to when we go exercising, um, particularly if the weather's hot, you know, they're going to need more water. And as much as you should be carrying water for yourself, if you're going hiking, you want to take enough water for your pet. And in fact, more water because they probably need to be hydrated at a higher level. And what signs would they show me if they did need that water, we're out and it's hot and I'm trucking along and then, you know, are there signs that they'll show you, hey, I really need water? I think so, yeah. I mean, signs are developing, um, you know, heat stroke would be excessive panting, hypersalivation and drooling, lethargy, collapse. You know, if your pet just sits down and can't go any further, um, and it's panting and drooling, you know, they would be signs that this pet is too hot and has to be cooled down. Um, water's a good starting point, but, you know, finding some shade for your pet, um, you know, putting water on its extremities, its paws to cool it down. You know, pets cool themselves, or dogs specifically cool themselves down by panting, and then, um, you know, blood flow through the ears and extremities. Okay, well, that is great advice and could be life-saving for a dog out exercising. Prevention rather than cure is the way to go. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of this great advice on exercising our dogs and how to prevent any issues with um, heat exhaustion or anything like that. So thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Care Credit and Pets Best can allow you to provide a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. For more information, visit carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Pet insurance is administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, and is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Please see www.americanpetinsurance.com to review all available pet health insurance products underwritten by APIC. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.